And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we needed somewhere to bitch. And, well, um, you know, it, it costs money to sit down in a, in a bar and bitch with people because, you know, you got to pay for drinks. That's, that's not really that good. Part of this is follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble pretty much everywhere uh, under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody, a smaller group tonight, but there's, there's, there's reasons and don't worry too much about it. Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Outside of, uh, why is, uh, why is, uh, the, why ask the, why? Yeah. Actually, Try ignorance. Yeah, I, actually, I was going to say, uh, wh why does the um, official federal fluke flounder uh, still have a job? Uh, Tech, good morning. Um, good morning. I have no idea why he still has a job. I don't know why the people of the no, world have an no, or no, people of the U.S. No, have an uprising. No, she, she, do, you, do, you, do you know what a fluke or flounder looks like? A fish. Yeah. Flat oh, you're not talking the... about the head Cheeto in charge. Right. Oh. Um, well, with the really I haven't fully caffeinated yet. Yeah, that's 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 fine enough. It's fine enough. Don't worry about it. And from over the water, over into Paris, France. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Joseph. Morning, Joseph. Good morning. Oh, you can't hear. Good. I was a little worried there a second. I yeah. Well, for a second, I couldn't hear you, and I still can't hear Bridget. Bonjour, <laughs> Bridget. Can you hear me? I'll take that as a no. No, we can't. Aww. By the way, this is what a fluke looks like. That's not the kind <laughs> of fluke that would, you know. That was funny. You know what? That's, that's the way it's going to be. Um, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I, ha I have. God damn it. Where the hell did I put it? Hey, Whatever. I, I have fluke uh, equipment for my networking stuff. I, I like them. No, that's that's perfectly fine. Oh crap! I don't know where I put it. I put it down somewhere. Anyway, um, okay. So, a couple of pieces of information and uh, and housekeeping for everybody. Um, item number one. I actually had to pull out some of my electronic tools because my netbook. And first off, the fact that I'm calling it a netbook should give you some ideas to where this is going right away. The, this is the whole meta of the whole thing. By the way, Joseph, good morning. Can you hear me? He's being good. Oh, I can hear you. Can you hear can me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you all now. Good. All right. Good. Okay. good Q-tips work wonderful. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> good. Okay. So, uh, short version. I needed to pull out, of all things, <laughs> my soldering iron which has not seen any use in easily two decades because of this. The power cable for my netbook, and again, reminding you, I'm actually saying netbook and not laptop. Yeah, the old school thing. Yeah. Um, the netbook, which I, which I bought from um, Woot, by the way, which was a fabulous purchase. It really was. Uh, I got it back in 2008, I think, ish, and it was a netbook, not super powerful, but you know, powerful enough. Uh, came with a, an external uh, CD reader writer, 
and DVD reader and um, wireless mouse, which I still use. The power connector has finally failed past the traditional stress joint because, of course, it did. Yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling that something was wrong with it when uh, I tried to pick up the, the cable and mm. that's a bad moment right there. By the way, that was beautifully well done. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. Onomatopoeia. That was the intro? No. That, um, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> the, so I'm actually trying I'm trying to resolder a power uh, a, 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 a power connector, a barrel connector, and I'm having I'm having a hell of a time with it, which is annoying. But at least I was able to go over to Best Buy to get a universal because that's the only option I had available to me. So I'm going to be working for the next two weeks to get this soldering job done so that I can return this $70 universal power adapter as opposed to, you know, using this little barrel connector that I've had since the mid nineties. May I make a recommendation? Um, it's a serious, it's not a joke. All right. Use lead uh, solder. Solder I, that actually has lead in it, not the lead free one. That stuff over a period of many years tends to deform. And if you're working with where you're actually sending the power into the system, you don't want that to happen. Yeah, well, see, the problem of it is I'm not quite sure where my solder is at the moment. Might have well, dropped it somewhere. But in any case, uh, I've had the same solder since the 90s. And it probably like, has led it. it just it make sure you use, does. Uh, use a fan or do it outdoors or something. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, but the, the point of it is um, I don't expect that that notebook is going to be lasting very much longer. So it just needs to be a BTN solution, which is, you know, fine. It's annoying, but you know, it gets the job done. You're soldering one cable. Uh, well, it's uh, obviously it's a, a, a pow, uh, positive and negative, but yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. Okay. It's annoying, but mm -hmm. um, Flaps. I would, yeah, I would much rather do that than have to pay the $70 for a replacement part for a netbook that nobody really needs. The only reason I use it is when I do the Friday night uh, show so that we can actually run TeamSpeak on it because, yay, um, reasons. TeamSpeak, well, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah, it does work. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not judging. I'm just saying, wow, that brings back memories. Yeah, well, it's it's still going. It's still supported. So you know, it's it's it was either that or continue to try to use Skype. Oh wait, yeah. that's a 32-bit program, and Microsoft literally just pulled the plug on it so that Skype you can't install it anymore. And if you do have it installed. It goes ahead and says, oh, I can't run anymore. It goes bye-bye. Well, if you're just doing audio, you should try, um, give Ventrilo tr a try. Yeah, see, that's a, the whole bunch I'm, of... I'm only saying that because my my group used to use uh, TeamSpeak, and then we went to Ventrilo. Well... And we... It worked for us. Yeah. yeah. For, the, for the time being, we're doing well enough. All right. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been battling with that. Uh, 
today was the ride for Roswell. So for any of you that helped in supporting in any way, shape, or form, even if it was just encouragement, thank you. Uh, you don't look tired. I'm, I'm quite. Uh, we did do the 20-mile course. Okay. That ended up being a little bit of a problem because the first, uh, the first stop station did not have water. And did not have any staff. And admittedly, we were kind of the last ones coming through. But that kind of that kind of sucked for me. Be be that as it may. But they have no staff. I I don't know what happened. Uh, I think there was just a a a miscommunication because normally, ride for Roswell, fucking gangbusters. They're great. Seriously, they're they're just wonderful. Bunch of ham radio guys also helping with communications. So you know, bunch of great folks. But um, I, I had a really hard time getting through it all, but we did finish and we did finish together um, holding hands, uh, Tiny Tribble and myself, I should say, uh, holding hands as we cross the finish line, because that's, that's what we can do. And that's what we do. So there, there was that um, you can, you can, you can go ahead and you can ask, did I have a lot to drink uh, afterwards? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, you probably yes. drank an ocean. Uh, you know what? Or Lake, um, Lake Ontario, maybe. Uh, I, I, I could have beat Loki in a drinking contest this time. Some people might actually get that reference. Some people need to go back through their mythology and, and uh, read up about ebb tide. So, there you go. Anyway, so I got, uh, I got my writer's shirt. So I'm, I'm proud about that. Uh, the front... The front is always uh, changing. The back is always, you know, uh, all the corporate sponsorship, which, okay, whatever. Um, I also, since I earned up uh, $1,000 myself in fundraising, I got the specialty shirt, which is this guy here. Very cool. Yeah. It's really nice. It's got the gear on the back of the neck. There we go. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Very cool. It is. It is. It's also got pockets in the back so that what? next time I can actually remember to bring my own damn water. <laughs> so right. there's that. Oh, and and one last item. For those of you that are uh, watching the stream, you might recognize that there's something missing from my usual collection of, uh, of hat attire. Well... Also, because I raised a thousand dollars myself, I earned me a new hat. <gasps> so now here's the question, because I, I've I've never had to deal with this before. I'm, I'm kind of wondering this little this little gold seal on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that kind of like if you, if you take a toy out of the cellophane that it like loses all of its value, am I not supposed to take that off? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Cause uh, I've not... always taken everything off the hat when I buy a hat. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I because don't, I eventually don't... the hat's going in the washing machine and whoever's on the outside is going to get gone. Uh, sure. Yeah. Washing <laughs> machine. Yeah. I wash my hats. Uh, I have a frame that my hats go into, and then I air dry. You, you I'm, I'm sorry. You have you have a, a you have a frame. Yes, for hats. they make a wire mesh that has a coating around oh, it so okay. that it doesn't okay. reach no, no, any. Got, uh, 
for 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 the for the actual wash cycle. Correct. Good. Okay. I was getting a little bit worried that you had like a a kind of like uh I, okay. I can get away with this one. Kind of like the way that Fujin had a wall rack for all of her shoes. And no. spoilers, she didn't have nearly enough room for all of her shoes. No, no. The things I, that I, I collect are these knives. Uh, okay. I don't need a wall rack for my knives. No, that's that's what drywalls for. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. Yeah, I, I would like to think so. so um, that there you work. go. That works. <laughs> that works great. So anyway, so I am now. You know, I I I might go back because the idea of wearing a blue hat instead of a red hat. Uh, and the new one is gray. Hey, Red, you suck so, blue rules. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know which one I'm going to go with. Although, uh, to to be fair, the the new one does have the thing that says you know 24 years of fundraising. So Ooh. next year's 25. I can do math. Yay. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I will go ahead and I will break in the new hat. Uh, nice color. It is gray. Yeah, it's a nice color. I was about to say it is green. No, no, it is not. No, no, that blue and black, uh, that blue and gold dress is not uh, black and yellow or black no, and whatever that's, the that's, hell, that's, whatever that's the hell that damn uh, whole debate, internet debate was. We're not, we're not going to deal with that. Anyway, it was blue and black. Blue and black. It yeah. was a crap picture, and <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. So, everybody, thank you for joining us. I know I've, I've completely derailed everything already, whatever the hell. Anyway, so, of course, as always, if you're watching live, uh, please feel free to take advantage of the live chat system. Um, yeah, we, we've we've already been talking about the whole problem with, uh, with Google Hangouts. Uh, Hangouts on air. Yeah, we need to see what we can do about that. Uh, I will be investigating guys have uh, assist, uh, asked to assist, offered to assist, and uh, we'll, we will see so that hopefully we will not be caught completely unawares. Uh, I've got a couple of other people that are also uh, asking me to kind of look into also, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I will just go ahead and say I really don't want to be dealing with Spreaker. Okay? No. Okay. Okay. I like how there's going to be an option as long as you're uh, paying for um, their suite of solutions yeah we'll see how long that lasts too but that's a whole it's a whole other thing for there all, all i know is is that right now with this announcement there is potential for a company to come in sweep up after this for pennies on the dollar you know say hey look you know we know you like this that and the other thing we know you're used to hangouts on air we have this solution here it costs you 10 bucks any for a whole year or you know, a dollar a month, or, or some some absurdly low number, and they would make bank. Yep. 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 Very much so. You know what? I've still got uh, I've still got my copy of uh, Delphi too. I could go ahead and I could put. Oh wait, thirty two pr programming. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. that's that's a whole other running gag. We'll talk about that another time. Another time. Yay. Anyway, actually, come to think of it. Um, do it in Java would probably be really, really good idea. Mm. Make it platform um, independent. Yeah. yeah, run on anything. Yeah, shit, run it on a Kami sixty four. Uh, yeah, try to have fun. Try to load that up on on cassette though. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's also Docker. True enough. Anyway, so let me go ahead and uh, actually get stuff rolling over here. While 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 I'm yeah, while I'm still conscious enough, because this is probably the interesting part they tune in for anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll see how much longer the the everything will roll on that. So anyway, with uh, with five minutes on the clock, your five minutes starts right now. Three. I, 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 I had, uh, I had, a, I had an interesting uh, Facebook thing happen because you know this happens with me, and and this was one of those times where I can actually say it wasn't for pissy off reason. Exactly. Somebody had posted over in the TGIF members only lounge, which in this case TGIF stands for. Well, it's it's actually supposed to be TGIA. I screwed up because I can't type. Uh, dumbass tgif stands for thank god i'm atheist enjoy that one which is one of the podcasts that i started listening to way back when and uh, i don't pay too much attention anymore i haven't been listening for quite a long time but uh, uh early on uh, around episodes 99 and 100, I did call in and leave a couple of messages, and I, I engendered the the gnome, the name Sparkle Darkle Pony. There's a story behind it. We're not going to go into that. We'll deal with it later. You want to go ahead and look it up. Look up like episodes 99 and 100. You'll figure it from there. Anyway, so when I go commenting over over in there, I I put in there parenthesis SPD or, or SDP, sorry, Sparkle Darkle Pony. And and there are some old timers on the group who are just like, you're the actual? Yes, yes, that's me. <sighs> Whatever. Get over yourselves. But somebody had gone ahead and asked this, and this was great. They asked, hey guys, I know this isn't technically atheist related. Um, spoilers, by the way, um, it's not at all. Actually, but, but I was hoping to get some suggestions. My office is having a 4th of July desk decorating contest, and I'd like to participate. But lately, I'm running out of things to be proud of America for. I'm not looking to do anything that could be perceived as abrasive, but I don't want to just do red, white, and blue either. My office is very accepting of diversity and pride, so no worries there. For those of you in the USA, what are some things that make you proud to be an American? Thanks in advance. And I went ahead and I thought about it for literally all of five seconds. Seriously. Because I'm the kind of person that you want to talk about doesn't think inside the box. Let me tell you what my answer was. How about this? Schoolhouse Rock. No, seriously, think about this. Someone at ABC TV got pissed that his kid couldn't memorize multiplication tables, but could sing every damned word of the most popular song of the day. He thought, how about we fix this for everyone? They got in touch with one of their biggest advertising companies and asked if they could come up with a way to make learning fun and accessible for kids. They thought this was a great challenge and got Bob DeRoe started on a sample, giving us Three is a magic number. Over the years, they gave us multiplication, science, grammar, money, 
earth and America rock where they sang the goddamned preamble to the Constitution. Does that make America a hell of bastion to other countries? Not exactly, but damn, what a true accomplishment that would be hard to argue with. Now, there was a little bit more back and forth about, well, um, had he decorate a, a, a desk for something like that? It was simple. Get a couple of screen caps, print them off, put them in, you know, little, little frames. Poor little Bill sitting on the steps of Capitol Hill. Interplanet Janet jetting through the cosmos. Three, a man and a woman and a baby. It's funny to try to think about these things in, in ways that we otherwise wouldn't. It's fun to go ahead and say, does this make America great? Actually, yeah. Yeah, that did. And you know what? It was accessible to everyone of all ages, so long as they had a TV and willing to stay up early in the morning with chocolate-covered sugar bombs. This episode 266 on the docket, Runner, pulling out after the deed is done. I got a lot of Snickers. I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of, I got a lot of teasing about this one because people were just like, uh, so, um, what are you talking about? Yeah, you did. You only read the headline, didn't you? Yeah, I actually had somebody who was like, uh, does this mean that you guys are stopping the show? No, no, we're still going. Don't worry about that. But it was, uh, it was, I, I saw the news story. I put it in on uh, Facebook on the, the feed for us. And it was just like, you know what? Yeah, this is, this is the thing to talk about. And yeah, that's kind of the way that's going to work. I did go looking. Is, is as funny as the, as funny as the title sounds, this, the, the topic itself is there is absolutely nothing funny about it. And this is coming free thing. Yep. I unfortunately was a little bit busy, so I did not go looking up news articles on Rafe Badawi for this week. Forgive me. However, I am able to do math. As of the recording of tonight's show, it is now seven years, five days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. So let's give you all uh, a real quick primer as to what happened. In the in the specifics, or, or mostly specifics, there was a, there is, it hasn't been dissolved yet, but uh, the, the people are out of office at this point. So, you know, go with them. There's a, a school district out California way where the folks that were involved with it were very, how should we put it, um, religious. That's probably the nicest way to put it right now. And they decided that they were going to be using their 
association together in the same church to bring in religious stuff into the school district, like having a prayer and proselytization at their <coughs> meetings. Um, and, and, you know, Bible literature and history is a course. And, and, well, the and, FFRF, and they didn't learn from Florida. No, no. So the FFRF uh, basically came down on them and said, um, guys, uh, yeah, uh, no, that's 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 not legal. Uh, that's against the Constitution of the United States of America, as well as your state of California. So you might not want to go ahead and do that. And, so, and here's something that people need to understand, because I have heard this from people who don't truly understand uh, what the FFRF does. Okay. Oh, you know what? And and I'm I'm sorry, I didn't catch myself. Uh, FFRF stands for the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Right. And part of the misnomer of the name is that I have had the pleasure of talking with people who are convinced that all the FFRF is for is for getting rid of religion in this country. And that shows a complete lack of understanding on their part. The FFRF is not there to get rid of religion or to stop religion from existing. Okay. That would go against a lot of things, um, especially a person's ability to freely practice their own religion, as long as they're not causing harm to others. Um, although that is becoming debatable in our court system nowadays, that aside, they're there to protect the things that are not, uh, the protect us from the things that are not supposed to be happening with regards to religion, because religion is invasive. I haven't met a religion yet that wasn't invasive. And you can tell me how peaceful yours is and how nice it is and benevolent it is and everything else. But when you tell me that I have to believe or I'm going to hell or I have to believe or else or this or the other, no, you're already making my case for me. And that's the thing. All the religions do this. So the religions that are not your own are doing this. Yep. The idea being FFRF steps in and goes, look, school system, you're giving out Bibles and you're forcing the kids to accept them in if you do this and you continue to allow this, then you have to allow all religions to do this. And in Florida, they said, well, you know what? We're just going to allow everybody to do it. The satanic temple came in and said, hey, look, coloring books for all the kids. And guess what? That was shut down overnight. Almost literally. Right. Almost literally. And when I bring up that point, they say, well, you know, Satan's bad. And I said, really? Have you read their tenets? Well, no, but Satan is bad. It's in our Bible. And I said, okay. So what happens if they come in and pass out the Quran? Well, we're a Christian nation. I said, no, we're not. That's a mis that's a misunderstanding. You don't understand are the basis of our uh, country. Well, you know, the forefathers were religious. I was like, it doesn't matter what they believe. It's what's in the rules. And the FFR there, FFRF is there to help make sure that nobody takes advantage and goes outside those rules. Because the last thing most people like is somebody coming up to their doorstep trying to pre preach a religion that they don't believe in or they don't want or they just don't have time for. Now imagine your children getting bombarded by that at school. You feel fine when it's your religion, but you don't like it when it's somebody else's. Well, if your religion's allowed to do it, all the religions are allowed to do it. 
That's what the FFR there is to stop. Yep. Now, what happened with this particular school district is, like I said, they, they went ahead and they did their thing. But when they were brought up with the FFRF saying, you know, guys, cut it out. They were told by the by the church that some of these guys are, are part of, if I remember correctly. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Crap. Anyway, they they were they were they were told by a church. It doesn't matter which one. You need to go ahead and you need to fight for this, but don't worry about the legal costs because we got you. We got you, fam. We'll set up a we'll set up a GoFundMe and and uh, we'll we'll make sure that it, you don't have to pay anything. Just take it to to its uh, to its finale and get a get a positive ruling, and we'll take care of you. The other thing is, is I believe, didn't they offer to let them use some of their attorneys? Far as that part is concerned, I do not, I do not know, I don't remember. However, <laughs> the church pulled out, leaving the school district. The the only time they've done it and not said it was against the Bible, by the way. Uh, the uh, the 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 church did not give them dime one leaving the school district with a nearly $300,000 legal bill because they lost and then they appealed and then they lost again and then they appealed and then they lost again and then they appealed. Now, here's where it gets kind of funky. You want to talk about how this stinks to high heaven? The church said, as for why they decided not to give them the money, the church said, well, you didn't take it all the way to the end. To the you Supreme didn't Court, take it to the Supreme Court. Exactly. Which um, they, would they would have still lost yet again. And they would have been on the hook for hella more. Yeah, probably about half a million dollars. Yeah, for just that one particular one, very likely. Yeah. Possibly. Anyway, so the church basically reneged and said, well, you didn't take it all the way, so uh, no, we're not, we're not going to get you any money. And the GoFundMe page disappeared overnight, yeah. just like that. Like like, like a priest and a little boy. Yeah, hundred roughly $150,000, roughly. I thought it was if up to 200000 I don't well, recall. Call? Well, let's put it this way: it, it was still wasn't the, it still wasn't up to three hundred thousand. No. no, so the no, school was already beyond what the GoFundMe could have supported. Yeah, they were already in the red. Didn't matter. But here's the problem, and and here's here's why I wanted to cover this tonight, because this is not an isolated event, not by a long shot. There are groups that have said, "Go ahead and and push the issue. We've got your back," and they are clogging the legal channels with all this bullshit for no other reason other than to make a moral stand yeah, because it's, you know it's like a wet wipe makes you feel good for a bit but then it clogs your pipes in your house or the I, sewers i'll i'll sure yeah we'll t i'll take I'll t i don't know and yet um, they're still selling them despite knowing what it does to the sewage system because it's money. Yeah. So in any case, like I said, this 
is this is something that is happening and has been happening. And the problem is twofold. One, like I said, is clogging up the legal channels for established case law that these guys are intentionally trying to go against. But then afterwards, the school districts and the smaller municipalities who don't have a hell of a lot of money to begin with are on the losing end of these deals. And then they have to try to come up with money that they don't have a large amount of money that could have otherwise been going to STEM programs, music, new course books, or new teachers. Or, or, you know, if you're one of those people who only think that one, the, the one program that should be re- receiving money is the sports team. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to bet they're not going to get those new helmets this year. Yeah. No matter how many programs they cut, they're not getting the new helmets this year. Yeah. Now, let's let's be fair. Most helmets are going to, okay, unless they're leather helmets, they're going to do a decent enough job of keeping you know, kids playing football fairly safe. You know how those people get. Yeah. They want to invest in new jerseys. They want the new everything because their sports team brings in all the money. Yep. And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things like that. So to handle that area really quickly, uh, Bridget, only because I, I think that you might actually have some some knowledge about this one. Uh, kids, uh, high school, let, let's say, uh, high school kids getting banged around a lot in in um, heavy contact sports like football. And in this case, I'm talking American football, not football. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's usually not a really good um, that that's that's something a lot of districts, if I remember right, have been uh, looking at and going, yeah, maybe that's not such a good idea. Yeah, because like concussions and broken ribs and broken spleens really suck. Yeah, amongst other things. I mean, it'd be it'd be a lot safer if these guys were doing like rugby, for instance. Oh, wait, no. Rugby's kind of dangerous. <laughs> rugby is is I've noticed. Um, where I grew up and what I experienced, I noticed that there was a lot less um, severe injuries in rugby because with the lack of pads, the hits weren't as hard because everybody was trying to, you know, if you got one guy out on the field or one gal on the field who was being overzealous and really hitting hard, the rest of the team made sure that they understood exactly what that felt like. And that stopped. But in football, that never stopped because everybody was wearing pads. Yep. And um, to to bring it around the other way, uh, for football, soccer, American soccer, yeah. football, um, that's that's still pretty damn dangerous too. Because uh, let's see if I remember right. Um, what's that? Uh, what what's that? What's that bone from from your uh, uh, from your knee down to your ankle? Uh, occasionally gets broken in these kinds of games. What's that one called again? Yeah, yeah, the tibia. Yeah, that's um crunch. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's not something that usually just breaks simple. That's one of those compounds, usually, isn't it? Yeah, it's messy. Although I will admit that. Um... International football, what we in America call soccer. The only time football. I like to watch it is uh, to watch the uh, 
guys pantomime pain and injury and then watch the women's leagues and watch them literally bleeding broken and everything else still running out on the field and kicking butt yep <laughs> yep that uh, that happens and when when there is uh, an actual physical confrontation oh dude you know it you know it very clearly because yeah. somebody will have their hair braided down the back and you will see somebody else just grab on that like they're trying to call lurch and <laughs> That's you got that you got that reference good. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. But um and that's that's something that um that's something that that you know that kind of that level of money and yes I'm saying it very very I'm putting a lot of emphasis on that because we're talking about you know we're talking money. Dude, even one third of that, I could pay off all my debt, have money left over for lots of lots of things. Yeah. Th you know, three three hundred thousand dollars. Try to imagine. Oh, I was talking about the hundred and fifty. No, no, no. I know. I wasn't I even know. talking about the three hundred thousand. Yeah, but what what this one uh what this this one school district is on the hook for is about three hundred grand. For no reason other than pride, and the taxpayers really. are going to pay it. They they're not going to have too much of a choice in the matter. The folks that were in charge have since been voted out of office, and the people who are part of the district have gone to the board meetings and basically said, "This is what this board did." Yes, those people are no longer part of this board, but this is what the board did. Who are we getting the money from? Because the board did it, but it was at the behest of these individuals. And therein lies the big problem, isn't it's, it? I'd sue the church. Of course, unfortunately, everybody come running to the aid and defense of the damn church because they're stupid. That's, yeah. That's just my opinion, man. No, that's well, it's fine. They're not stupid. They're fucking programmed. And the first F bomb of the night goes to you. Good job. Yay, what do I win? Uh <laughs> my um my demonetization money, I guess. I don't I don't know. Oh, okay. It's, it's whatever it is. But... What's that in Euros? Um <laughs> You know what? I'll I don't let know. You know. I'll let you know. Are we going to get into a multiply but divide by zero problem? We we um we we could uh, just just to give everybody an idea as to just how how fun this is going to be. Here, you want a drink? Here, you can have a drink. Okay. People who are watching know exactly what the joke is. Those yeah. of you that aren't, yeah, tough. I prefer vodka and prune juice. Pile driver. Uh. Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. just take that rectally. <laughs> um, I wasn't going there, but that, that's fantastic. I never thought of that approach. I, no, keep the no. problem. Just could just reserve the problem for one end. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I will tell you why. And Bridget will back me up on this one. No metabolization. Alcohol. Alcohol through the rectum is a really bad idea. So yeah, coffee. but some people do it. <laughs> some people do it. 
Why is it a bad idea, actually? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Please. Well, elicit. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, no, no. I was going to say, let Bridget do it. I know the answer, but let, let's let's have the professional yeah, talk about this one. Go ahead, Bridget. Tell us all about what it's like drinking through your ass. <laughs> Go ahead. Than... I've no, never but... done it. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about medical knowledge, professionalism. Sure, yeah, that's what we're doing. Go well, ahead. I mean, it works. There are some people who are alcoholics who have blown out their esophaguses and can't swallow anymore, and, and they have their significant others administer them uh, alcohol rectally. Seriously. Oh, why is it bad? I mean, what does it do to the body? <laughs> oh. I don't know. Oh, I do. Uh, so it do bypasses, I. It bypasses the stand, the normal process and of uh, digestion and filtration through the various organs in the body. And it goes straight into the intestines, which it permeates and goes straight unfiltered right into your bloodstream. It's like the difference between taking a shot and then grabbing the whole bottle and drinking that in one shot. There's Inject a huge difference of how much your body is going to process. Oh, yeah. That's my... eyeballs, too. Well, yeah, that's, that's my... Yeah, that's, that's really my, bad. That's my IV drip joke. It's like injecting it straight into your blood system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're literally doing that. Be, it, because well, there's nothing else... There's nothing else slowing down the absorption into your bloodstream. So your body is getting hit by a tank of alcohol. Yeah, I did. I just didn't realize that our digestive tract continued working that far down the process. Yeah. Yep. You've got okay. the stomach doing its work. You've got all the other organs doing its job, the liver and everything else. All that stuff makes a difference. Yep. Okay. So let's see how well I still remember my biology. The stomach starts breaking stuff down because it's got sulfuric acid in there. For all of you kitties who are wondering, yes, the stuff that used to be in car batteries. Well done. No, and no. Then, um, I thought it was uh, hydrochloric acid was in stomach acid. Yeah, hydrochloric acid. Okay. Yeah. So I can't remember one from the other. You know what? And, I, and I car, car batteries is carbolic acid. You know what? Fuck you. Okay, so here it Carbolic goes down. It's also in the oceans. You're kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What okay. happens when somebody's corrected by everyone at once? <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to my life. That's 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 a lot. Okay. 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 <laughs> Okay. So let me let me let me let me do this at least in a, in a proper fashion. Okay, snorting alcohol up your ass is not a good idea. We'll just say that. Right. Putting <laughs> most things up your ass is not a good idea unless it's a suppository. Most. Well, yeah, cocaine is a bit difficult. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let me let me let me just let me just get to the end of the equation here. Yes. Yes. The reason why drinking anything through your rectum is because the large intestine, which is where you're putting it into, its primary purpose is to is to extract the remainder of whatever fluid would be all part of the pulp that's been going through the small intestine before it's ejected, which means, yes, that's why people get um, constipation if they don't drink enough because the water that the body needs it's going to grab wherever the hell it can and if that means that it has to take it from there 
it will and does. Which means any fluids going in there, it's going to go ahead and say, oh, I need to go ahead and do my job. And it's like having a shop vac suddenly go in there and, oh, wow. Um, oh, look, I'm getting, I'm getting an alcohol buzz. I'm getting a, I'm dead. So what you're saying is basically, uh, if you're going to drink, drink, right. Impermanently we're 24 seven drinking shit. No, not technically. No, technically. No, no, not technically, because all that stuff is you're drinking it. You're you're. No, but drinking. Okay, yeah. Well, drinking, uh, drinking. Okay, okay. Yeah. I get. You. I got you though. I got you though. I I I just don't. I just don't want to be. You know. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't. I had a very very long day. I don't want to be thinking about that now. I have to go to sleep. <laughs> and try to wake up sometime before, you know, um, 24 hours from now. Because I've got uh, another show to do. So back on track, the uh, church pulled out, which is unusual because they don't advocate that. <laughs> that's true. No, that's, that's, that's true. Okay. That's true. That's true. That's why there's the loophole. Some people get that reference. You Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And uh, Duck Waxen, uh, hi. I'd rather not stick my beer up my ass. What's up, Doc? Uh, you know what? Uh, I also would not like for <laughs> you to stick your beer up my ass either. So we're in agreement on this one. Thanks for Hi. that piece, I guess. What happens if you do that and you finish half the beer and then you have to go pee and you just leave it on the bar? <laughs> you're in Germany. At that point, you're in Germany, okay? Okay, can we get past all the scatological humor at this point? No. Uh, no, no, of course not. <laughs> I, I, was, I, mean, I mean, seriously, this is the butt end of the of jokes. Oh, that's the ass end of the show? <laughs> no, no, that's at 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. Bridget, you, uh, your turn. I got nothing. Officially <laughs> derailed. She, she's, she's got nothing, man. Yeah, <laughs> she already had her cleanse. <laughs> Okay. Um, how about we send you a squatty potty? Would you like that? <laughs> I'm short, but come on. Yeah, you know, but this discussion brings up a lot of other questions, like all these. Um, <clears throat> what's that? What's that stupid website? Whoop. Um, when it's Paltrow. Yep. <clears throat> you know, and they're selling stuff like. Um, <clears> hold <throat> oh, lots of stuff you can put in your ass, like enema. Uh, herbal tea enemas or something like that. Yeah. It, that it's, must not be good for you either. Anyways, what were we talking about before we uh, went money. down the road? We're talking about money. A lot of money that's been improperly used. I'd like to know what happened to the money from the GoFundMe page. Did it just get negated and everything was returned? Or was it collected and they appropriated it for something else? I don't know. Man, I it's, don't know it's, either. And that's it, why I think it's an interesting thing that should be found out. Yeah. I, I don't remember if um I don't remember if which I, I don't remember which one it was that they actually did use off the top of my head now, 
but I would be very interested to know if it was one of the ones where they say, uh, unless certain criteria are met, nobody pays in until criteria is met. I, I, I don't mean, know. I don't remember. One could hope that that's what that was. One would hope. But how the hell do you uphold something like that is a whole other issue, but it's, be that as it may. Um, but we're talking about a we're talking about a goddamn lot of money. I don't care where the hell you are, even if you're in a, a you know, uh, if you've got a budget of several million dollars for a school district. And let me tell you, there's some that are pretty pretty expensive because you know, huge school districts. You know, three hundred grand is still three hundred grand plus the reputation hit that you take on top of that. I mean you now get to be known as the school district that went ahead and said, yeah, let's go ahead and um, spend $300,000 of money that we didn't need to because somebody got a bug up their ass, brought that back around, because they wanted to buck the um, laws of the land because they felt... um, Well, you know, I've I've been hearing a whole bunch of different things about some groups that are just like... Yeah, they're 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 the ones who are in positions of privilege, and they feel like they're being stigmatized. And 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 what? A, what? I mean, three hundred. Uh, perfect example, Bridget. Um, uh, books, college, university level medical books are goddamn expensive. Mm-hmm. Three hundred thousand dollars. Um, that wouldn't cover a a reasonably long shelf for the, the school university for students i would expect mm, semi long shelf just some books are two or three hundred bucks a pop and you don't have too much of a choice in you need to get this one because that's what we're going to be using exactly and why is it so expensive I don't know why they're so expensive. And, they are. Why, is, why wasn't it so expensive? I know it was pricey before, but not to that. It's it's ridiculous. Books are pricey because America is stupid. And there's another thing that's bothering me is that uh, if you look for any medical research or anything online of actual papers. You have to pay for those too. All scientific papers are behind paywalls. And there's yeah. no... I, I can't find any reason to justify that. Because Greed the, the and people, control. The people doing the research, you know, they're not getting any money from that. I'm wondering who's getting the money for that. There's a lot of research that goes on where once they start getting funding, a lot of those funding come with strings. Like if you create this product that you're looking into, we get first rights to produce it. So we get the copyright on it or whatever. And we get to lock it away for five, six, seven years. So nobody else can try to even reproduce it. That's copyright. That's something else. Yeah, you get, but you get the but, point. Yeah, but the the point is well no, taken. But like, no, no, yeah, neuro, like for example, neurological research. Um, I've been doing a lot of looking into that. Uh, there's ways around that, um, <clears throat> but still, like, um, it's behind the same. Yes, table. because somewhere somebody's making a buck. They've signed some sort of agreement, and they're in control. Are you, are you sure about the signing of the agreement? Because I I don't think anybody who publishes a scientific paper, well, they, they have to, to subscribe. If they want to publish the paper in a respected journal, they have to pay. That's for sure. 
<clears throat> but once that's done, what does the scientific journal do? You got to read the fine print. Everything's in the fine print. Okay. There's that. And uh, speaking of, uh, Stephanie's chimed in over here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Small publication runs are always expensive. True. We we know this for pretty much anything, which is one of the reasons why, you know, the uh, the um, wholesale uh, stores do, you know, a lot of work on, on selling stuff because, yeah. you know, you, actual books. Scientific papers are for. No, no, we're we're going we're going back to uh, the the reason for why the uh, actual like study books for uh, for college and such <clears throat> are as expensive as what they are. Oh, that doesn't justify that price. Still, well, it may not to us, but it does to the people for this well, whole supply in, and demand thing. Let's put it this way: it, there are cases where professors will tell you, "You need this book for this class." And guess what? It's the book, the professor, they themselves either authored or wrote or whatever. And that money goes to that professor in addition because to the what they're already being paid special, by that college. It's a special case. I mean, you can't use that to... That happens a lot, dude. It's nothing special about it. Is, is that, is that, is that, I've been to three different colleges. I ran into it in every single college I've been to. But is that the majority of textbooks? Is that the case for... Is that the I, dominant reason you know what i don't know i don't think so mm, however right. however something we should look into how, however however let me get the rest of the stuff and, and we'll kind of loop back through this in a second um small publication runs real expensive trip uh it costs a lot to set up the text yes but we got a small problem with that because after the first one Subsequent minor tweaks afterwards are really not that expensive to do. Anyway, we'll deal with that after. But it usually again, no, because before typesetting, like it was a physical thing where you would have to take actual die cast letters and put them in place and all that. Yes, yes, but and that we're, cost we're... tons more, and it wasn't that expensive at that time. I Dude, people... actually easier <laughs> to publish. It, everything is more expensive because of greed. Paper. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. That, um, and that's something that I said earlier, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I said, yeah. why, why? you asked why scientific publications are behind paywalls. Greed and um, control. The two prime reasons why so many things in America are expensive. Greed so next, and control. And the next question would be, who is authoring this? Uh, wait, uh, clarify. Who is authoring which? Oh, uh, who's who's making the decisions on well, prices and things, things like that? Yeah, yeah, putting things behind paywall. Fine print. You can find out in the fine print and backtrack it. If you ask the guy on the street, they'd say the government, but I don't think so. Yeah, well, it the... depends on the paywall. Again, yeah. it's all in the fine print. One paywall may lead to a private company. Another paywall may actually lead to a government sponsor. No, but it's something to look into, really, because I think uh, where um, most when you find out more, you tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I always get more questions. <laughs> I always that's, in, that's, in all, our, all of our discussion we, we bring up. This is why you would also not get clearance in the in 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 the in government contracting here in the United States. You ask too many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
almost any country actually you know one would think uh okay so uh, stephanie also said i have a specialist book that cost me 80 quid secondhand now i have no idea what the what the book itself was but um for any for any uh textbook that you'd be typically be using for university uh, level uh learning 80 quid um uh over here that would be relatively that would be well, relatively cheap here's yeah. side, it's kind of a sidetrack but it's i'd like this to be applicable for everything but i mean you know prices should come with profit margins i would really like to see you know you know who's making the money here uh, when i buy something i would like to see how much money somebody's making off it and uh He's the guy that goes into a job and wants to know what everybody else is making. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> I don't fucking care. No, anyway. Well, uh, if you want to game the system, that's up to you. But you, uh, I mean, not you specifically, technically. No, the, the royal you. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, no, the royal you. Well, what would the royal you be? Uh, you. Royal? Would that be royal? Because you're a royal. No. Oh wait, never mind. Wait. Because the royal. <laughs> that was a joke. You, as in the plebiscite. <laughs> okay. Do we? So I'm back really... to the royal them. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. And really, pulling out. I'm really trying hard to, to work on this one. Questions. Questions. Okay. Unless sorry. you've just had Go a pile on. driver, in which case, leave the cork in. It is going to be one of those nights, guys. Thanks. I didn't do it. I didn't do you, it. You, you know, you, you, been, you just got back from getting yourself a drink, and you didn't get anything for the rest of the class, did you? Oh, well, I've got the rest of the bottle here. I can share. That's what's wrong. I'm not drinking. Jeez. Yeah, I. Trumpet, eh? Yeah, but it's seven a.m. Seven a.m. It's Miller time. I'm the piss on the you guys. Anyway, Stephanie uh, is also saying uh, Joseph needs to take a look at how VAT is actually calculated to see how complicated it would be to work out who was making the profit on something real fun. Yeah, and and that's that's true. Uh, so I should not do it. I shouldn't look. Um. Well, let I guess that's that your prerogative. Yeah. I mean, uh, how how much how much um, extra space do you have inside of your head that you're willing to let your brain swell from from cramping so hard. and this is exactly why they can continue doing what they're doing because we just look at it and say tldr and we think about something else sometimes back to the issue on hand money and more specifically money that's not going where it otherwise should be which is, and, and you guys know, I, I harp on this too damned often for me to just completely, you know, just blow past it. Education, man, the, the primary secondary education is publicly funded here in the United States for the most part. Yes, there are private schools that you can go to. There are, you know, religious schools that you can go to. You can do homeschooling, and yes, there are, you know, 
ups and downs to all of them not the least of which is there is a uh, there's a school in the general vicinity here in western new york the uh astoria waldorf school that's had a little bit of a problem with immunizations i'm sorry i really shouldn't be uh i really shouldn't be harping on that because um there should be some really nice folks over there who are apparently sick now so you know great good on you there Nice of you to take care of the kids that way. $300,000 would be uh, a lot of immunizations for kids. You, Bridget, you, you don't you don't have any any knowledge whatsoever of how much immunizations actually cost, do you? Uh, depends on the immunization. Oh, okay. It, you know, if it's something like tetanus or something like that, it's 38, 40 bucks. It's flu shots, you can get one for about 40. Um, if it's the HPV, and that's about two hundred dollars a series. And um, the uh, the it's going to cause autism, MMR. I think you can get one of those for about seventy five. And then um, you're pretty well covered for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy a lot of vaccines for three hundred thousand dollars. That would be really interesting to, well, okay. So buy a lot of, uh, a lot of drugs to go into kids, but then you got to rent the people who know how to administer. Oh, wait, that shouldn't be too terribly difficult either. No. Cause then you could do what they do what they did back in the seventies and get the, get the immunization guns, you know, with the, with the little um, vial up on top, screw it in they go onto people's shoulders. That's hard. Yeah, but they were they were terribly efficient. comes in a little glass vial. Terribly efficient. Um, yeah. The the early version of the hypo spray from Star Trek. Yes, that's a thing. Believe yeah. it or not, it it hurts. But um, when you were doing immunizations for tens of thousands of people in the afternoon, you know, um, yeah, it works, and it works actually pretty damned well. So long as you know how to spackle a room with a with a blower, I guess you kind of knew how to do that with so much. I'm really downplaying the the profession. Okay, folks who are like professionals who know how to do this stuff, I'm completely ignorant of this. Please forgive me. I don't know how to spackle a room anyway. So I'm I'm sorry. Anyway. But it still comes down to, you know, joking aside. See seriously joking aside for a couple of minutes you guys know full well i harp constantly on how the long-term investment in the youth it doesn't matter what country in the youth is it's important it is so immeasurably important that we don't even think about it in in the terms of how actually the damage that happens to society when you do not invest in the well-being and the education of the upcoming generations generations and and we're not just talking about any one particular gen we're not talking about gen x gen y gen millennial whatever no all of them all of the youth all of the kids 
we are the stewards of new life as parents adoptive parents biological parents it doesn't matter what the what the collection is if you have someone a youngster that is in some way dependent upon you it is your duty and responsibility to help these people along to learn what is necessary for them to become people who can support themselves and then help those who are smaller than them which is one of the long-running rules in my house watch out for the little guy three hundred thousand dollars gone just poof just gone because like i said the the only way i can really describe it because somebody got prideful Geez, um that sounds familiar i think i've heard that uh, that uh, that sin somewhere before i don't know i could be wrong how can anyone under any circumstance justify that and i know they do because they did how 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 does anybody you know look at the numbers and and say yeah you know what it's going to be perfectly fine we we've got our um we've got our safety net it's not in our hands yet but sure yeah everything's fine everything's fine door the dog in the in the flames everything's fine and they don't even they don't even think about it in in the terms of what they're taking away what they're literally stealing from the future don't forget you know like with our country okay we had people who they could work at mcdonald's or 7-eleven used to and yeah they used to be able to work at mcdonald's or 7-eleven jobs that pay minimum wage they could afford to get a car a roof over their head and a college education okay used to and and used to and that was the one person in the household had that job and everybody else in the household didn't have a job and used to be able to do that and then the colleges said oh you know look when we start getting these money in from these college grants and everything else well what we should do is raise the price so we get more money and they did they got away with it and so that is the that was the start of how our colleges got to as expensive as they became. We had the people who were taking advantage of the programs back then for uh, betterment, uh, self betterment, and all sorts of stuff. Who are now sitting and saying, "Oh, well, you just need to find a company and stick with it for thirty years, and you'll have you know, and and save up, and you'll be fine." When you have companies that after five years, you know, or six years, or ten years haven't given you a raise of a living wage and you're so far behind that going to work is costing you money. Okay. And the company doesn't care. They care about the shareholders, not the employees. But back then the companies, even if some of them didn't really care, they took the steps that made it look like they cared like living wages and, and certain things. They don't do that anymore. No. If you're a millennial, your resume is going to look like 
job for one year, job for two years, job for one year, job for three years, job for one year, job for two years, job for three years, job for, oh, look, a five-year job. Yeah. That sort of thing. Why? Mm -hmm. Because every single one of those job skips is where they went and resold themselves to another company, probably in the same profession or a similar one, to make more but money. for more money because that's the only way they're getting a raise. Yep. But you have the old timers looking at the millennial resumes going, oh, they're not loyal. They have no loyalty for their companies. It's like bull crap. Companies don't have loyalty for them. Exactly. Well, and that's just work. That is just work. That has not even our health industry or our education. That, that's just work. People working just to live. Forget the rest of it. And yes. getting a degree nowadays doesn't mean, does not guarantee at all that you will make a living wage when you come out. Nope. It'll just be, yeah, quarter million dollars in debt. No biggie. Mm -hmm. yeah, one, of the tricks that one of the tricks that companies use now is, oh, you have this four-year degree. Oh, you have this six-year degree. Oh, you have a doctorate or whatever. That's great. How much experience do you have? Oh, you don't have any experience? Yeah, we're going to have to start you off at, you know, uh, less than uh, beginning pay because even though it's an entry-level position, we want people to have six to eight years of experience for this entry-level position plus your college degree. So, sorry. So sad. If you don't like it, there's other, you know, 20 other people waiting for this position. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then they say they can't hire people, so they're going to have to outsource. If you, well, if you want to add to the mix, you've got uh, the bigger companies there. They're doing exactly that. They're outs outsourcing to developing countries, whatever they can, or to um, automation or robots. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not talking about where they bring somebody from outside into the country and it's costing them more to do that because that does happen. And, and a lot of those people who are being brought in have like actual degrees and shit. Well, and yeah. I, and and some of them overseas for two dollars an hour. Yeah, though I'm talking about the ones where they're outsourcing them and they're staying overseas, and it's two dollars yeah. an hour. And for those people overseas, two American dollars an hour might be really good pay, depending on what country. But the system it can't sustain itself because you no, know, no, it's going to crash and burn, dude. Well, yeah, because they're who are they depending on for their profits? Who do they expect to buy the product they're selling? Is oh, the very down. people? No, the the very people they're ripping off. Yeah, but you know what? It looks good for the shareholders for uh, the next however many years it takes before it crashes. So who gives it? Or a the damn? next quarter. Yeah, the next quarter is all they're worried about. So long as they get their flash in the pan, it doesn't matter that the pan is going to basically disintegrate underneath it. It doesn't yep. matter and, at that point. And are these fucking shareholders, are they actually working? You know, no. their work is just having money. So in this system, having money is the only requirement. If you got a hundred thousand bucks, you know. And see, this is also part of what's going on here with with the church. People are trying to impact our education system. Some people are doing it because they don't want other people getting ahead. Some people are doing it because they think they're doing the right thing, like with uh, some some people who are fully into the religion think that, hey, we really need to get more people, kid, kids studying the Bible because it's good for them, okay? You have the other ones who are like, we need to get them in on the religion because that's how we control them. It's For me, the, the ones who 
aren't drinking the Kool-Aid, they know they're in religion for controlling money, are about, in my mm. opinion, equal with the ones who truly believe in their religion. Because I it's kind of hard to separate the two from time to time. But again, I'm going back to my, my usual spiel. I, th I think it's between two camps. You've got the type of human who's, who's responsible for their own survival, things for themselves, and then you've got people who are dependent on big brother or the boss or whatever for their survival. And, and strangely or, enough, if the whole system crashes and burns, you know who the ones that are going to survive are? It's not going to be the rich bastards in the mansion because they're going to get swarmed over by the masses. It's going to be the ones who live out in the middle of the woods and put out those YouTube videos on how to start a fire, how to cook, catch and cook a deer or a fish. Those people who are self-sufficient in terms of hunting, gathering and farming, they're the ones who are going to survive as long as the masses don't go after them. We're kind of getting into into a an Ayn Randian situation, but well, if you look at history, that happens a lot, and it's because we don't learn. It's funny, and those people are always hunted down by the. Uh... Anyways, um, the people yeah. with the engineering degrees who know how to build a trebuchet <laughs> or a guillotine, as the case may be. Uh, yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, wasn't the guillotine most recently used as like 1978 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it wasn't that. that far long ago, technically in, in our history, that we last used the guillotine. Politicians, got, pay attention. Yeah, that was about a kilometer from where I live at the, uh, the really? Silke prison. Yeah. What they it, do, like make it like a memorial kind of thing? It was, um, and it's still there in the room. Um, they have a. It was in a closed room. They used to have it in a public place in front of the uh, the prison until the 1920s, and then they moved it inside the prison into the courtyard, and it functioned there until around the 1950s, and then they put it into a special room, uh, which is now almost a museum. And I think the last time it worked for the last time in 1977 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I think some of our politicians would benefit from visiting any museum. Yeah, you can make a religion. Don't do that. Uh, Stephanie has also said, by the way, doesn't the USA have malpractice laws? Can't these people be sued to pay back the money on the grounds that they ignored legal advice? Um, think of it in these terms. If you have a case that you want to present and you've contracted a lawyer who's willing to take it and you have the money to do that and, and you have the money to do that, if the law goes against you, even though the lawyer knew what they were getting into, but still hoped that they could make their case, you do realize that you're now saying, well, you couldn't get my case one, even though I paid you. So. I'm going to sue you because you couldn't do the job that I wanted you to do. A lot of times the lawyers don't go into that sort of thing. Um, unless they know that there's some sort of revenue that's it, it is going to be guaranteed. So for example, um, if they know they're going to sue because somebody was injured in a car accident and there's a really good case that this person is going to win and get lots and lots of money, the lawyer might write in on to their contract agreement with their client, hey, we get 10% or 20% or 30 or 40 or whatever the number is. So if this person, if this attorney says, oh, look, they've got a thing going on here. It's already racked up X amount of dollars. They've got a guarantee by a, a, a 
an organization that's willing to fund them. So we've got two sources of income here. Yeah, we'll go ahead and take the case uh, and, you know, sign an agreement and everything else. Just because one party backed out doesn't null and void the agreement. Yeah. Plus, uh, like I said, I mean, the idea that you're suing somebody that you contracted to try to do something like that, that's, I, I, I can't see that really going over well. I mean, that, that would set a weird, uh, a weird standard, but that's, that's a whole other thing. I'm willing to bet that the church didn't sign any agreement. I'm willing to bet that they made a verbal agreement, possible handshake, but never put a damn thing down on paper. And when you walk into an agreement where nothing's on paper without signatures and such. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Our court system says, <laughs> sayonara. Or, well, in American, uh, yeah, you've got no grounds to stand on. Now, if the church signed an agreement saying, hey, look, we'll give you the money, but as long as you keep fighting it all the way to the Supreme Court, even if you lose at the Supreme Court level, you've got to make it to the Supreme Court and you cannot willingly back out of the case, then we'll pay the money. If they had that kind of agreement and they never reached that that termination of the agreement, then I could see the then the church backing out and being on the legal justification side of not paying. But again, that comes down to was there a written agreement and was what were the conditions of it? A lot of people are never going to know what those agreements say. A lot of that stuff's behind closed doors. Some of it's not even legal, depending on what's the letter of the agreement. It may never have been witnessed or notif and notarized properly. It could be an arbitration thing. Oh, God. It, there could be so many reasons. I mean, I wish we had Andrew on right now. He yeah. could probably list them off on all his fingers. Yeah, I... I I, I probably should have gotten in touch with him to, to ask if he'd be interested. And I, I'm sorry I didn't, but it, I would be make, surprised and, um, if they covered this on, on the scathing atheist at some point. It wouldn't surprise me. By the way, uh, Stephanie had said, uh, I mean the old school board members who came up with this. Sorry. I, I misunderstood. They might be able should, to. Yeah. Should they be able to, uh, personally speaking, I think they should. I think they should. Sh I think they should sue the fuck out of them. Personally speaking. I will but say this for, for our country in terms of our legal system. You personally, as an individual, as a as a, a citizen of the United States, have the legal right to go into the court system and say, I want to sue somebody and file the appropriate paperwork. It does not mean that you're going to win. It does not mean that your case is even going to be considered. All right. They may look at the paperwork and toss it out before right because it may not have been formed properly or you may not have uh it may not be any law that's being broken technically so it's one of those things where you really need legal advice and this is not the show for that no not by long shot we are i anal i am not a lawyer true that and um um Following up with the idea of the thing that really boils my blood about about education for kids and the cynic in me, um, we were talking about textbooks. Um, Stephanie had said that you know eighty pounds for a secondhand book for uh, I don't know what the specialization was. Doesn't really much matter. Is quid and pounds synonymous? Uh, well, yes. Uh, pounds would be the same way that we would say dollars. Quid 
would be the same way that we would use the slang for bucks. Bucks. Okay. Yes, I thought there I, were slight variances in value. Quid, quid is money in general. I am unfamiliar with that one. Okay. Be that as it may. And uh, and Bridget, you were talking roughly how much for university level medical texts again? Some of them are between two and three hundred bucks if you get them new, and if you get them used, they're still like one hundred and eighty. Okay, here's the point where me is about to have a little bit of meltdown, and I'm going to try to keep it contained inside between my ears. <sighs> If there's less money, oh, and 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 by the way, uh, Stephanie, yeah, um, suing those people to get the money, uh, that would be great. Mortgage their property, put a lien on them, and yeah, that would be wonderful. Here's the cynic in me, and I'm kind of sad that Dallin isn't here to witness this one because I think that he would actually sit back, blow wind through his mouth, and just, oh, shit. <laughs> suddenly school district has less money they can't afford to get new textbooks for instance for science because you know science is one of those things that there's new stuff that keeps coming up history not nearly as much uh and um grammar no not really so much you know the the argument about the oxford comma Mm -hmm. Okay, um, you can you can take the Oxford comma from my cold comma, dark comma, lifeless comma, dead hand. Yep. Anyway, do you have any idea how much textbooks for science at the high school level would go for? The high school level, probably 80 to 100. And uh, biology, you'd figure pretty much pr probably close probably to all that? Yeah. Okay. What depends if I said... The... Yeah? I was going to say, uh, it depends on what books got voted in by the review board. Mm -hmm. Because some books you can get, uh, some school systems will get based on, and vote in based on their budgets. Others will base on what the contents are and so on and so forth. Um, some boards review boards actually have preferences in terms of publishers regardless of content um for varying reasons and so yeah you might you might be able to reasonably get a nice science book at 80 dollars but your school board might have voted in the science book that's 300 dollars a pop yeah, it's possible it's possible but a, a school board that's worth its weight would know enough to you know budget appropriately so let's <laughs> Public, One would, public public school one, board. Yeah. Again. A public a public school board. Okay. Again, that's 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 what the expectation should be. Yes, there's there's now, a difference between expectation I know. and reality. I know. So if says Texas. If a if bio, if a biology book would be, let's say let let's let's go with fifty dollars per book. For a relatively yes, for a relatively small school district, high school level, and what? Tell you what I'm gonna do. I can go ahead and get you 
a set of biology books for 20 bucks a hit instead. Same grouping. You don't have to do anything extra special at that point. Would that help you in the financial circles that you now find yourself in? Oh, yes, it would be quite helpful and adaptable to us at this point, wouldn't it be? I've got just the book for you over here. It's a wonderful book. It's, it's a biology book, in this matter of fact, about evolution called Of Pandas and People. Oh, God. Oh, that horrible thing. Now, knowing that I have vitriol right bubbling behind my eyes, and I'm doing really, really a good job of keeping it under lock and key right now. The idea that any church group could orchestrate a win-win for them. The congregation is asked to pay in a little bit more in tithes to help. They pull the money without paying anything out and then find a way of selling these books to the school district because, well, they were already amenable to religious texts and it's dirt cheap and they can now afford it. I'm sorry, the cynic in me is going, nah, nobody would go and do something that evil. Yeah, that would. Would they? Absolutely. And why, Bridget, why would they do something that level of evil? Because it's propaganda. It's a way to get it into the schools. In fact, a Dover area school board in Dover, Pennsylvania, in 2004, endorsed it as a reference book. So they can use it for creationism. <laughs> yep. And they went through a whole... Um, you know what? There is a there is a video on YouTube. I have to uh, I have to go and hunt down where they went through the whole trial. And well, I they put in the Wikipedia entry there in the chat for you. So, yep. yeah, it has all those wonderful little nuggets in there, like electricity. What does it do? We don't even know how it works. You can't That's understand how electricity works. Therefore, God. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because nobody has seen an electron, so... And well, were you there? <laughs> oh, God. You know what? How about I, I go I just ahead had and... a flashback of... Uh... You weren't either, so... Anyway. How about I go ahead... I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll hit one of these MFers with a clue by four up the backside of the head, knock them out cold, and then get the hell away. <laughs> I was the only one that was in the room. There's no video evidence. You can't say it was me. Were you there? Oh, you were, and you didn't see it happen? Oh, It must have not happened. It must oh, not have happened. Oh, you mean that bruises evidence that something happened? I'm and sorry, but without, a, down, you know, without observation. If you go to the even worst apologist, they're going to say, oh, you were there. Are you sure about what your eyes? Can you trust your eyes? No. That's why I ask goddamned questions of as many people as I can who have the expertise to know the answer. 
And I'll start off with financial people in this particular case to go, hey, listen, you don't know legal parts, but um, hey, if uh, if this goes bad, how bad is this going to be? Oh, uh, mm, really bad. Okay, let's not do that. You're using logic and reasoning again. You're not allowed to do that. It's my prerogative. It's my goddamn show. I'm allowed. <laughs> Considering that we're technically blasphemous in, in most most cases, I guess it is a goddamn show. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. No, there's no, nothing wrong with that. I, I just suddenly realized the, uh, the the look that I gave into the camera and the smile. I just suddenly realized I'm uh, I'm I'm channeling my inner bandit right about now. So that's that's. That's good. That's good. But yeah, you know, I, this is not the only one. Um, the other show that we did where we were talking about organization that actually um, created uh, material of how to get um, intelligent design, creationism, uh, new earth creationists, whatever the hell you want to give the damn name to people who are convinced that uh, complex life comes from more complex, more complexity um and, and more complexity and more complexity and, and until god um into the school systems this is, and this is not the only book out there that's designed this way this happens to be one of the few ones that don't actually explicitly say god it, it alludes to it it uses what's called pseudoscientific or non-scientific i wish we would stop with the whole pseudoscientific because people think it sounds scientific and say not scientific methodologies to try to convince us there's a deity in control and creating everything and running our lives and all the other shit and as far as electrons go uh yeah you go ahead and observe uh um, something that quantumly fluctuates between a particle and a wave because uh we we found that the very act of measuring or observing actually changes its nature so yeah guess what we have observed it <laughs> yeah because well, if we they, hadn't we wouldn't have been able to figure that the frick out but they don't really care basically what these guys are just saying just saying don't question. That's all they're saying. Take my word for it. They want you to depend on them instead of looking for answers to questions. I don't want to depend on them. These people are stupid, crazy, and uh, and obscene. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying you like no, specifically. Well, I'm no, saying... they actually do want me to listen to them and oh. pay attention and not question. Well, and I say you to know them, what go I mean. F yourself. They want the general public to be stupid. Yes. Yes, you're now talking about the royal you. There it is. That's that's what we're talking about. The royal you. Not you as an individual. Uh, you all of you. Y'all. Like as they that's, say that's, in the South. Oh, the royal y'all. Yeah, oh, my point about the royal you was, you know, the royal we is like we as in me. Um yes. Yes, apathy or whatever, uh, but uh, the royal you wouldn't that be quite the opposite of the uh, you as in you commoners? <laughs> you know what? When I can find somebody that's that's well enough versed in British English, I will ask hey, them. I'm proud to be a commoner. Yeah, me too. Well, at least I'm not a subject. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Are Canadians royal subjects? 
Uh, yes, technically they are. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Not part of the Commonwealth. Yep. But just <clears throat> we just have to send the Queen her share, quote unquote her share. Yes, in this case, that's that is actually literally the royal her. So um, yeah, I'm I'm just being an asshole now. Well, no, no, no argument there. Yeah, I just got dunked on. All right, no, you, no, you didn't. Yeah, you, you, never mind. Look, no, but, yeah, but I actually try to find an argument against that. Don't think you can. <laughs> About me being an asshole. All right, yeah. No, that's, about that's that's where about, that's about I, being literally the royal, whatever. Okay. Royal her. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. That's all of us talking about. Back on track, because um, yeah, is uh, I I don't see it, the 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 problem is that I've got I'm I'm willing. I don't want to be dealing with this. I really don't. I, I, I seriously, I really, I really don't. But that's exact. I think that's exactly why it's not being dealt with because everybody is. Most of the people are exactly like you. No, no, it's it's you're you're misunderstanding my my piece on this. I mean that this shouldn't have even been a thing. Yeah, something this, like this should never happen. It, it should it, not have. No, when. The, but it, the FFRF doesn't was... go around just saying, hey, look, we're going to give you a willy-nilly notice that you're doing the wrong thing because, well, we feel like it and because we attack anything that sounds religious in whatever way, shape, or form. They actually do the research into what you're doing. If you get a letter from the FFRF going, look, you're spending basically government dollars, which comes from taxpayer money, and you're using it in a way that is illegal. You can get a lawyer and go, hey, look, I got this letter from them. I'm not sure that it's real. Okay. They're saying that what we're doing is illegal. We don't think it is. Could you review the law in this case of what we're trying to accomplish and see if it's illegal? You know, if your lawyer goes, yeah, it's illegal, but you should fight it. Well, why should we fight it? What, what do we hope to accomplish? What is this going to do? How long is it going to take? What are the kind of funds we're looking at? I found the, you know, that, that might be something and don't stop at one lawyer. Go to a second lawyer and get an opinion because you can talk to a lawyer and get a, ge a general idea of whether or not to go forward with a case for a hundred bucks, just for one hour of their time. Uh, some lawyers, maybe 200 or 300, but a, a one-time thing, not 300,000, 300. Big difference in money there. A couple extra zeros, you know? Um, and if you get a bunch of them who say, yeah, this is illegal and it's illegal because of X, Y, and Z, and despite what that other guy said, going to court is a bad idea because everything is set against you and it's set against you for a very good reason because these laws are in place to protect from X, Y, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, then you should backtrack, go, Hey, you know, we were making some bad choices here. We can't do this. We have, you know, if, if we want to do something similar to this, we got to find another way to do it. That's not breaking the law. If that's possible. You know, spend your time doing something else. But they didn't. Instead, they went, oh, look, this is stupid. Um, we're going to do it anyway. 
Sorry about that. Uh, got something I had to make mention to. Um, and they may not have said the "oh, it's stupid" part. They might have said, "Oh, this is great." I was substituting "great" and "stupid." Yeah. Well, it, there's a bunch of different possibilities, but yeah. there's always the small greed problem again, which would be, and and see see how this flies for you. If you go ahead and say, well, okay, you say that we can win this and you're willing to do it without us having to spend any money, so it's not going to cost us anything if it does go bad, why do I need to go looking elsewhere? I mean, this is this is perfect. You guys know what you're doing. All right, cool, great. It, it You're doing what we want you to do anyway because our ideas align. And how dangerous is that? It's very dangerous. Nothing's free. Everything has a cost in this world. Everything. Living and breathing the air has a cost. Getting out in direct sunlight has a cost. Drinking the water has a cost. Even if you're in the middle of the countryside on property where you're allowed to do it for free, there's a cost somewhere. And somebody's yeah. paying it. And as Bridget will well, uh, no doubt have a little bit of uh, something to say about, yeah, just having a uterus in some cultures has a cost. Oh, yeah. A uterus in this culture has a cost. Yeah, but follow that one step further. Sorry for this constantly, but um, Go for it. Where, wherever there's a cost, there's somebody putting a price on it. And there's also you paying it. Well, sometimes it's a person. Sometimes it might be Mother Nature herself. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, that completely. Yeah. Like and, if, we, if we were living out in the nature again, well, um, we are. We're surrounded by it. We're just having to have buildings in between. Um, you know what I'm saying? If we're tech. living out in the forest, I know, and we're just working for our own sustenance, and you compare that to some bloke having to work in McDonald's like three shifts a day, um, you know, just to pay his rent. I I think it would take a lot less work to live in the woods it would be different work but it still I, takes work not, depending on uh, i'm talking about work or actual it, work it, it, yeah it, it depends on um available resources no but we're going and, off into variables here but I'm right and that's the that's important because there's context i understand that the comparison that you're trying to make and i it's i not a comparison I, the analogy that you're trying to make. I understand it. Well, but I'm, I'm also saying that literal the value of literal work, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The value of the, the value of any work mm -hmm. is dependent on who wants it done. That's 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 literally it. I mean, I could mm -hmm. I could go ahead and say I could go ahead and say that I I enjoy hunting. And I, I hunt just for myself. The value of my work to myself is my being able to feed myself and clothe myself. Let's say I hunt deer, just as an example. But I know that there is an outlier in the amount of time that I've got, how many, uh, how many deer I'd be able to get in a certain amount of time. The arrows, for instance, uh, are need to be repaired or replaced the bow itself same so i have i have a value and a cost 
all built into myself for being able to to handle for myself that then gets more dynamic as you shift out to other different things and who is looking to receive the product of that work dynamic you mean virtual because um, work becomes a, in our society work is uh it's almost a concept more than actual an actual thing what are you talking about i no, work no, when no, i no. work food service i work my butt off man yeah no, no. you work but when you go up in the chain when I worked, at, dude, when I made management in food service, I still worked my butt off. Mm -hmm. no, yes, but, but I mean, um, <laughs> yes, where, where Joseph is going is there's a certain point where um, physical, physical work. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm going to say it correctly. That work that is typically physical in nature, whether it's producing a product or creating a product, same thing. Sorry, or service. The right work. Ta okay, tangible tangibles is okay. Yes. And I'm having the same problem you're having expressing myself. So. Okay, uh, there's a certain point where someone who works for the production of a tangible—that's probably the best way to put it. After a certain point, there is a level where there is a level of let's say responsibility i'm not sure that that's the right word for it where you are no longer associated with the tangible directly anymore um district you're, managers yeah, for instance who are in charge of uh making sure that shifts are covered that products are ordered that inventory is rotated uh that um that rules and regs are followed but don't actually have anything to do with the the tangible itself there's a certain point where somebody is no longer dealing with that part and they're just the they're just dealing with the deal uh, with the the conceptuals at that because, point they might be dealing because, with the logistics at that point because yes. before going off into details again it what your <clears throat> this this tangible work that you're doing okay you're producing something let's and, you know what let's and uh, the product, let, let, let's make it easy let's say pizza sure that okay. the tangible is pizza because we all know what pizza is we know what goes into it so you know how much work it takes to actually make a pizza with the ingredients and all that okay um yeah just keep keep the example local without going into uh you know uh, all the work it took to make the actual ingredients because that makes things complicated no, that, too. Yeah, that, that's yeah, right there. But you have the pizza, so the pizza's made. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna sell it for a price. So basically, in that price, there's all the tangible work that's been done to make the pizza by everybody in the production line thus far, and uh, you're gonna sell that to the customer for what price? Enough of the price to pay for. All the supplies, all the labor, the all the costs of all the costs no, of. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Remember, I used to be in that field. The cost has to cover the labor of making the tangible, the pizza. The cost has to cover all the consumables 
to make the pizza. That includes the ingredients and anything consumed in the process of making the pizza, such as fuel for the fire for the stove. Sure, Maintenance sure. contracts on any equipment that you have in there. Licensing and registration, that may be necessary if it's a franchise or not. Okay, you're just if it's going through a laundry list here. Hold on. I, and this, this is important stuff, this though. Is, this this is part of that I, price. I know. This is why some pizzas are <clears throat> really, really expensive and other ones aren't. Because people have different costs. No, but that's all I'm saying. Okay, so the pizza is made. All of this is already it, it's covered, okay? You've calculated this in the price of the pizza. You're going to sell it to the customer. So if you're going to make... You're going to sell the price, the price of the pizza that you make on it. It's beyond the cost of the, actually making the pizza, your salary included. All right. Correct. Correct. So yep. it's called a profit. Yeah. So the profit, what justifies that? So basically, when you're making a profit, you're selling the pizza for more work than what was put into it. Yes. And the, Typical reasons for that are to expand. For example, that profit can be easily utilized to create a secondary location. The profit can be used to upgrade you. equipment to for and prepare for future failures of equipment that fall outside of maintenance agreements and contracts. You know what? You could, you could have you could set up retirement programs and investments for your employees who show dedication to your company by staying with 20, 30 years. I'm there there, it, but, there, but there are reasons to have that profit yeah. margin. No, but okay, that's good. But that's not where I'm going. But I am going somewhere with this. So, okay. So, all we've described, it's in the same production chain. Now, what happens if you take that profit and you remove it from the production chain and you use it to do other things? If you're the owner, that is your prerogative. If you are not the owner, that's embezzlement. So basically, if you're the owner, you have the right to take all of the work that was put in. The excess the work, yes. Excess work. Well, you indicated that anything beyond no paying for, for everything is lower. extra work. No. Yeah, you it's did earlier. Hold, 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 no, hold, no, hold no, it, no, hold no. it, hold it, hold it. The, the, the extra work. And, and I'm, I'm using square quotes for a second. The extra profit is the piece that you guys were, profit were, were going beyond to. the work. Yes. Right. Or extra work would be another no, it's, phrase. For no, profit. it's not. No, 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 no. All right. Fine. Make, profit. Make, make. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. As the owner, the profit, the, the part of the earned cash that doesn't go back into the company, the people and labor and all the other crap that the, the cost paid for, the part that's left over, the profit margin, the owner of the company has, unless there is legal documentation that the company put into play for whatever reason, it is that person or persons, if there's multiple owners, prerogative as to what to do with the profit. That's capitalism. No, that's greed. Well, capitalism, um, if you, capitalism and greed go very well together. Yeah, they do, actually. You yeah. know, it's just like uh, going I'm back not gonna to the, shy you know, from that. like fucking Stalin. Uh, he said he was doing communism, but actually it was just dictatorship. But, but do you see where I'm going with that? 
Because, I you think... know, everybody lower down in the production chain, they're not happy because they see the higher ups taking the product of their work and just taking a disproportionate amount, oh, yeah. I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are also companies out there that what they do is when they take that profit, they will filter some of that back into the employees in terms of gifts, pay raises, bonuses. A small percentage of how, if that was the case, there'd be no 1% then. You're no, right. You're case. right. There's also... The, the um, thing is, why things aren't changing, another reason why things aren't changing is because every average joe it seems or a lot of average joes or whatever dream of being the guy higher up having everyone below work for them that's the american dream that's it yeah yeah i think we really need to have a discussion about what work is i mean and work and profit and what it does to the actual economy because you know it would be something if all the profits made stayed within the economy but even that's no longer the case. It's in offshore and whatever. Yeah, there's a there's a whole big thing with that. I I, I can't speak to a lot of that right now because um, I'm so I take I'm it kind of part of what so, you were alluding to, Joe, was the fact that the attorneys were doing work that did not nothing to do with need to be three hundred dollars and attorneys. Why attorneys? I figured that's I'm, what you were tr the point you were trying to make no, was that the reason why about, the attorneys were taking the case was because they could do fifty thousand dollars worth of work and then bill for three hundred thousand. Fifty thousand dollars worth of work. Okay. Uh, that, that's another. Because don't forget. No, no, I'm just talking about justifying justifying the price of a product. That's it. You know, we're talking. That's that's where it all comes I'm, back. See, to. I was trying to. I thought you were trying to tie it back to the case where the school board was taking you know, going to court over and over and over again. No, no, I wasn't referring to that. Oh, we were talking about just justifying the price of, uh, you know, it started off with textbooks and then uh, it can go to medication. It can go to anything actually, because uh, the extraordinary, well, what did I hear on? Um, See, I thought you were trying to tie it back to the, the, of the, the bill that the school board is getting tackled. The school system's getting tackled with now, but you could follow that up the chain. Why are they getting that? A bill of that size and why are they passing the buck onto us to pay it you know and oh you know. well th that one is actually rather straightforward um it court costs and attorney's fees because they <laughs> lost i'm talking about textbooks again but yeah. uh well i'm i'm kind of bringing it back to that not correctly i think <clears throat> i think i may have i think i may have actually ended up in a, in a spot where I can't Lawy lawyers are distracting. Lawyers are good. They give us uh, TV situation comedies sometimes. Yeah. Thank you. I miss, I miss Night Court, yeah. I miss Barney Miller personally, and per I, I miss Fish, but you know, it's, it's just me. Anyway, um, there was one last thing that uh, Stephanie put over here, by the way. Uh, what really infuriates me that people do not get punished for destroying societies in your case a school district what i'm thinking about is the whole mess that is brexit yeah i i, I guess i'm you. not even going to pretend to understand brexit no uh, and 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 it, it would it would take a really uh, it, it would take a, a lot of deep dive for us to uh to really understand it and There's i'm 
great movie out there by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. What's his name? Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange stars in a movie about Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That would actually be interesting. Oh, yeah. But actually, the movie, yeah, the, movie, the movie is really good. And it's about uh, actually what went on behind the scenes. And it's pretty fucking accurate. Yes, ma'am. He is. No, but I mean, uh, the movie. Um, I, I got you. What it was called. To... It and it's a fun watch, too. So it's not boring at all. I'll take your word on that. Um, I think now is probably a good uh, a good opportunity for me to go ahead and uh, just wrap us because uh, I'm getting, I'm starting to get really really uh, sluggish in my head, and uh, considering, like I said, considering how much fluid I I drank after the uh, after the ride today, I'm I'm actually holding together reasonably fairly well right at the moment. Um. You know, last item really quickly, uh, and I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna have any any specific item for myself. I'll, I'll give you guys a real quick. Uh, Stephanie just said, just follow the money. Yep. You know, uh, I was saying that before, wasn't I? Yeah, but when I, when I said uh, read the fine print. Yeah, and, and 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 quite right. As as far as my closing piece, I couldn't I couldn't put any any bigger. Uh, an exclamation point on that is follow the money. It's it answers so much because there's just like like we've said, you know, Tech was saying, you know, greed, man. The capitalist system is greed incarnate. The capitalist system is money is for money. And to paraphrase Danny DeVito, that's why people call it money. It's you know the, what what they've done to the school district is a board and those individuals who were on the school board yeah i'm pretty sure they've got some money that could be uh brought in and if they don't well you know i was about to say debtors prison doesn't sound like such a bad idea but yeah we don't do that anymore do we uh yeah we do i was being facetious I was gonna say if you lived in Arkansas, yeah, they do. Yeah. You know, I got the camera on you. What any any, any last item that you want to say, Bridge? Mm-mm, no. Fine. <laughs> see how it is. You know, it pissed me off. Joseph, uh any any last item that you wanna drop in before I close this? Mm, no, but um yeah, I'd I'd like to have this discussion about uh what work is and what profit is. I'll have to see if I can track somebody who's knows a little something about uh, about uh, economics to help us I, along. I don't. Think we need, I, I think we should talk about just amongst ourselves about what it is. It's uh, more of a, a moral issue than anything. Well, I wish I could get Pete Buttigieg on to talk about economics, but I don't think he'll do that for us now. He's yeah. <laughs> And such is. We should have asked him like three years ago. He would have done it. Oh, three years. Old. He's too famous for us. Well, he was it three years ago. Oh, three oh. years ago, we didn't even know he. You didn't talk about him three years ago. I us. knew him three. Years you weren't ago. even on the show three years ago. Who? Yes, I was. Yeah, I don't care. I don't remember. <laughs> How do you know? Were you there? 
Yes, I was there. Bullshit. <laughs> Can you trust that YouTube channel? You know, I'm I'm really I'm really starting to Are get you up. sure it's on the server? Are you sure of what you're seeing? <laughs> now I'm getting flashbacks to my cousin Vinny. Are maybe you sure? Is it imposter maybe? Maybe it's it, not really her. Don't let's not get started on that. The whole <laughs> imposter thing is a tech. Any 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 last item for you? Um like I said, you know, I, I've lost count of the amount of people I've come across who think that the ACLU and the FFRF and EFF and a bunch of other organizations are out there just to stomp on their parade. Well, if your goal is to do illegal things regarding religion, civil, civil liberties and other such things and impose your demands upon others against their will, then, yeah, they're there to stop you. If your goal is to peacefully practice your religion and observe it without harming others, they're not going to come knocking on your doorstep trying to take away your, your right to believe in what you want to believe in. That's not their function. Okay. So next time you hear, oh, the FFRF is trying to take away the rights of the kids at a school. First off, you're probably either reading Fox News or a Christian uh website, magazine, newsletter, whatever, or religious, uh, the theocratic based one. Um, try reading multiple news sources, some that you don't even agree with to get the full picture because there's everybody leaves something out. And if there is a court case number there, look online. There's, there's all sorts of resources that you can use for your area's courts, depending on where the case was filed, that may get you the paperwork that has a digital copy of the paperwork that has all the details of what's being filed and why, okay? And counter arguments and, and all sorts of interesting things. Give it a shot. Do a little bit of research. Don't just stop at one and done, okay? That's not good for anybody unless it's a milkshake. Because you don't need to wind up with, you know, all this down here like me. Too many milkshakes, folks. Seriously. One and done on the milkshake. Fair like enough. throwing them at people. I don't throw milkshakes at people. That is a waste of a perfectly good milkshake. Unless it's strawberry, because nobody, nobody's got time for strawberry. I like strawberry. Dear, don't count. You don't. <laughs> I'm not a person. Oh, well. Uh, TD, by the way. I um, just happen to like a lot of different flavors. That's all, that's, that's, that's all well and good. Uh, TDTF pod just uh, popped in and said, I drink your milkshake. I am way too tired right now to let my brain go because this is going to be really bad otherwise. Guys, thank you all for being with us tonight. Uh, we need to wrap up and I'm going to truncate this a, a little bit because uh, I'm starting to really fuzz out pretty bad thank you for being with us hope that you found something worthwhile in all our perspectives and uh, found something to think about for a little bit later joseph thank you very much for your time uh i don't know that you're going to be able to get back to sleep again but uh i hope that you get some rest at least well, no after a pot of coffee i'm good for the day fair enough Ooh, i may take a nap in the afternoon but that depends on how the day's work goes fair enough thanks for you making it yeah thanks sir Tech, you take care of yourself, man. Rest well.
I'm going to try you guys too. And Bridget, thank you very much. And even though you can't get bootylicious boot, with us, uh, it's, it's fun. <laughs> he does have a pretty cute butt. <laughs> Just saying. I really wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've not seen. Anyway, people want to find you. I've seen. Um, <laughs> people want to find me. They can find me on Bridget Fitch on Facebook or at my blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Thanks, man. Uh, of course, as always, uh, if you want to get the audio version of the podcast uh, or see all of our contact information, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. Dallin is, uh, I didn't i didn't say earlier, uh, Dallin is working, so he's not with us this week. Hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, and then the week after that, I will be in Pittsburgh for Anthrocon and not run the show. We'll see how that plays out just yet. Uh, as always with everything else, if you'd like to leave a voicemail message, phone number is 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-8554. You all have yourselves a good rest of the weekend. And again, for those of you that helped out with the ride for Roswell, no matter how it was, thank you. Just thank you. So until next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, you know, it's um, 14th year, and we're still riding together, and I'm still in love. The name for I love you, I miss you, dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.